Good morning, afternoon, or evening, whatever it is, uh, wherever you may be, and welcome to episode five of Rounding the Bases. So excited to have you here and listening. My name is Matt Sizemore. And I'm Robert Askew. This is true. It is. Uh, And like I mentioned, this is episode five of Rounding the Bases. Very excited to be here as per always. And uh, we've got a lot to talk about today. And by a lot, I mean like three things. So I'm sure we'll segue into other things like we typically do. And we have deep voices. (laughs) Yes. Yes, that is very true. (laughs) That's That's how this all works. I've had some sangria. By the uh, way, uh, you know, sangria, I think, uh, wh- what do you think about sangria? Do you have, is that something you have uh, at, at your establishment? Uh, we do. Uh, I'm not particularly a fan of it. No. But um, it's, a, it's a popular drink. Um, yeah. it gets, it's alcohol, so it gets the job done. Um, yeah, I'm fine right there. Okay. Yeah. Now this, okay, going off of that really quick, this might not be um, the best question for you as if I remember correctly, you said most of your crowd that comes in is a, slum, a somewhat older crowd. Yes, but I think I now know why. Why is it's that? It's because the older crowd is the only one that's fully vaccinated right now. Oh. I mean, for the most part, if you're not like working in the medical field or, you know, have maybe a first line job. But I think that's what it is. I think the older generation is living it up and they're doing a great job. Good for them. Good for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I was going to ask you then on that note, what kind of what kind of personnel? Probably not the right word or term. Pers- what, what kind of uh, personnel order sangria? <laughs> Uh, I, it's mostly, it's mostly women for sure. I don't know if, uh, I don't know if a guy typically orders it. Um, but yeah, I would say it's, uh, a woman in her, uh, mid to late forties going into her fifties. I would say that's what I would guess. Um, a lot like you. Yeah. 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 Very, very similar on all fronts. Um, by the way, how the hell are you, man? I'm doing really good. I'm tired for like the fourth day in a row. Oh. I uh, We're going to talk about the NFL draft, but uh, I watched the NFL draft at a buddy's house that I work with. Okay. And uh, we just, we went hard uh, yeah. that night. And <sighs> I feel like I'm still recovering. What is it? Three days later. I The sleep part I've just not recovered from. I, I assume you mean uh, uh, draft day one. Yes, just okay. draft day Thursday. One. Yeah, yes. it's Sunday, so we skipped day one. We just went straight to day yeah. two. That's where <laughs> that's where the real action is. <laughs> He's absolutely right. Finally, the kid from Tulsa <laughs> called it. <laughs> called it. Uh, so, so on that note, um, the draft it went down. I'm I'm a big fan of the draft, but mainly because if if you've seen any of our past not any one of our past episodes we talked about our favorite sports <laughs> if and, you tune in last season you would know that we were huge fans yeah uh nfl american football football americano is uh mm-hmm. personally my favorite sport and uh what, is, what does the draft mean to you uh to me it's i think one of the greatest sporting days that doesn't really involve actually any sports taking place yeah i love it um i mean especially what I felt like this draft was really special just because the amount of uh, quarterbacks that were going to be taken in the first round and what seems to be like really good ones. Mm-hmm. Um, so this was really exciting to see what 
teams are going to change their future. And uh, there's just a lot of really good players, um, not just quarterbacks, but the wide receiver um, depth was probably the best I've ever seen, too. Yeah. Offensive. Well, granted, there was a ton of defensive picks, if I remember correctly, in the first round. I only watched um, most of the first round. But you're right about that to have. okay, it was three, uh, three quarterbacks picked in the first three picks. That's a rarity nowadays. Uh, yeah, I think it's only happened twice before. I think it was a year where it was like Couch, McNabb, and Couch. Achilles Smith. Oh, my or Achilles God. Smith. Achilles Smith. Achilles Smith. Achilles Smith. And then uh, another year where it was like, I think 1971, it was like Jim Plunkett and I don't know, just a bunch of old dudes. I don't remember. Jim Plunkett. Jim, Jim Plunkett. Jim Plunkett uh, and Achilles Smith. Jun Ilui, uh, Dan Marini, <laughs> Dan Marini, <laughs> Pente Manning, Tom Brady. Man, the NFL in France go over well. <laughs> yeah. I need the timeout. I need to smoke a cigarette. I don't know if that was French. Forget it. Um, Italian. Yeah, it might have been. Uh, yeah, I agree with you. This was a fantastic draft. Um, and you had mentioned, and and you bring up a good point that uh, I think a lot of people probably in the game would be like, oh, it doesn't really matter. Actually, that's not true. People outside of the game would be like, oh, it doesn't really matter. But the fact that there were so many quarterbacks drafted is huge because, and I, I would say arguably, but I don't even think it's arguably, the quarterback is the most important position in American football. And to to see three go first and, uh, and then Justin Field, fields, 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 yeah, several fields. fields, not one. Uh, he went, what was it? Uh, 10. He went 10. Yeah. 10 straight up to 10. That's they went right, from 20 best. to 10. Yeah. Okay. I think they got oh, oh, heck of a deal at 10. I was hoping my Broncos would pick him up at nine. Uh, yeah. But they picked Kinda up. I kind of knew uh, they were out once they made that trade for Bridgewater. Yeah, I kind of did. Well, I was hoping based on something we're, we're going to get to in a moment. Yeah. I was hoping we'd have a several time former MVP joining us, you know, doing the same thing that Peyton Manning did with the Broncos in Aaron Rodgers. But because uh, the Packers are a big group of idiots who who have mistreated Aaron Rodgers for at least the past year. And and even started it off this year with their first first pick, uh, going with a defensive guy, and then going a bunch of offense. But uh, Aaron Rodgers, as as we know, as you hopefully you know, uh, or not you, but everybody listening, has said he does not want to play for the Packers anymore. And this guy is a ha- future Hall of Famer for sure. Uh, or he still- wants, or at least wants his GM gone. That's oh. what I'm that's what I'm understanding. So it's either get rid of me or get rid of the GM. I think that's going to be a lot more likely. Than- I don't know. No, I, I really don't know. Just because the way that team is run, um, you know, because it's like kind of like a group ownership by the city. I don't really quite understand. It's a really interesting ownership case, but I'm not sure. I think Aaron Rodgers has been this guy for the last couple of years, this does he want to stay? Does he want to go? And I'm not sure they're going to be. I mean, I think you're right. It's most likely the, uh, the GM will be parting ways, but I don't think anybody wants to get rid of their GM 
just right after the draft. Yeah, depending on how it went. Um, but I mean, uh, they did take a cornerback. I mean, for uh, I was I forget what I was listening to, but uh, in the last ten drafts, uh, they have drafted I think nine defensive players oh in the first round, and their one offensive player was last year when they took Jordan Love, the <laughs> backup quarterback. So I mean, it is kind of big. Uh, screw you to Rodgers. They they don't they don't deserve Aaron Rodgers. I feel he's been. They don't deserve him like Denver deserves him. That's right. Denver would surround. I mean, Denver already has uh, a great great looking offense. Uh, Drew Locke, our quarterback, is. Uh, I've been saying for two years now he has so much potential, but you know you want to stop saying that after at least maybe half a season or a full year. Then you want to say, okay, here's his but, potential. But now you got Bridgewater, who's. <laughs> that's a good noise to put it uh yeah teddy bridgewater i like teddy bridgewater um smart guy very smart guy i've seen interviews with him and he's he's just seems like a good dude very smart uh knows the game really well mm-hmm. i watch him play he's good he's he's he, good he just seems like a really solid game manager yeah but i wouldn't trust him if you need a touchdown All right I, that's not who you want. I mean, you'd rather obviously have Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, but yeah. you plug Aaron Rodgers in, you've got what you have great wide receiving core. You have a few running backs. You have a great tight end and uh, Noah Fant, who I yeah. think is going to be really good. And your defense is going to be uh, going to improve. I mean, that's kind of your coach's specialty. Yeah. Not only that, but you know, we just drafted a uh, first round pick uh, Patrick Sertan, um, the second, you know, good lineage there. Uh, so we, I mean, we have, I think that we have now on the roster 50 cornerbacks, I believe. So, I mean, we'll be fine in the passing game, but, um, uh, oh, and we also, our second pick was a, apparently a really, I can't remember his name, but a really good running back, uh, in the second round. Oh. And I wish I could remember his name, but he's supposed to be really good. And we've got great receivers right now, uh, all healthy again. And we have Drew Locke, who could do something. I don't know how this got onto Bronco talk, but uh, it's fine with me. (laughs) (laughs) Jeez. I mean, it's better than my... I mean, I'm more of a Rams fan than anything. So we didn't even have a... We don't have a first-round pick. We don't have a first-round pick uh, until uh, 2035. Wow, that sounds right. Yeah. So, Did you become a Rams fan when they were still in L.A. 100 years ago? No, I became a fan when they moved back. It was uh, just basically because I, you know, growing up in L.A., uh, I was born in 1987. So oh by the time they moved, I was about six, seven years old and wasn't a giant football fan at that time. So yeah. when they moved back, I was like, all right, I'm going to support them. They're going to be my team now. I mean, I'm not diehard like like Lakers. I'm diehard. Like there you go. Pay attention to every single news story. Dodgers. Same thing. Heck yeah. But Rams, I'm just like, if even if they lose, when they lost the Super Bowl, like two or three years ago, I was just like, all right, that's fine. It happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a Patriot, tough team. Tough didn't, team. Lose, didn't lose any sleep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I, well, did you have a team in between that time when they moved away and moved back? No, mostly because I was a big uh, USC Trojans fan. Oh, so that's that right. was, we've been over that. Ugh. Yeah. So that was kind of my pro team. So I was, oh, I was always a little bit, um, I don't know. I don't know what how to say, but 
I would find myself rooting for different teams at times just because certain USC players would go to those teams. Um, mm. So I was always kind of torn in between. So, but once uh, USC just sucked mm. uh, for the last like eight years, oh. uh, I kind of shifted towards the Rams. Okay. Well, that happens. Um, anyway, back to Aaron Rodgers for a second. Uh, it doesn't appear at this moment. I mean, if you've been paying attention at all, um, their head coach, uh, Matt, the crap is his last name. Lefleur. Yeah, Matt Lefleur is kissing ass right now. Uh, I just read something that was basically saying, I can't imagine the Green Bay Packers at this point without Aaron Rodgers. And just because they realize they made a mistake with Jordan Love. I don't know if you've like heard the news out of that, like the media. Let's like, hear it. He is, he's awful. He's, he's like, awful, really? No, I didn't hear that. Yeah. <laughs> they like they got him to training camp, uh, and they just realized, like, oh no, <laughs> this guy is really bad. Not only did we piss off our franchise QB, uh, the guy that we got to replace him is awful. Oh, well, that's a, yeah. that's an enormous problem, I believe, in any sport. Yes, Jeez. It's not ideal. No, not what you're looking for. Well, that's an that's a massive problem, um, and I I don't know what they're going to do because he's. I, I love that every single article or um, story that I hear coming out of it, they all use the word disgruntled to describe Aaron Rodgers. He's disgruntled. You know, I'm glad he doesn't work in a post office, but he's not happy too soon. Always. Uh, he's not yeah, happy, obviously, <laughs> um, over in Green Bay. So I don't, I don't know. I feel like there's still talks going on with uh, hopefully with Denver. But that's that's just me poo pooing on Drew Lu- Drew Luck and or Drew it is Locke, weird timing. I mean. It does seem weird timing by Rodgers to do this because if you wanted it to get out, like this is why I don't think he's actually wants to get out because if he did, I think he would have made this request a lot earlier. Um, because hmm. I think there was opportunity for, like, I think I think ideally he wants to be in California, right, uh, and play there or somewhere near the West Coast. Um, the only team that makes sense to me at this point that he could still go to would be uh, Las Vegas. Mm. Uh, that's a team that only kind of makes sense to me it's just because it's near the West Coast. Uh, still a lot of weapons. I mean, you do have to play for John Gruden, who is uh, a great coach in 2001. Uh, I'm not <laughs> sure. I'm not sure if he's still a great coach. Oh, and uh, still got about like 200 years left on that contract. Yeah. Yeah, hundred billion dollars on it. Um, here's here's my thought on that. I'm glad you brought that up. Um, I I think that because I was listening to CBS Sports Radio, Bill Ryder. Uh, he's one of my favorite uh, sports commentators. Oh, why don't you do a podcast with him if he's your favorite? Well, well, uh, <laughs> well, well if you're listening, Bill. <laughs> if, 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 you know, give me a call. Um, so <laughs> he he was saying. First thing he came on, he kind of understands, but he was saying Aaron Rodgers is incredibly selfish for doing this Mm -hmm. draft day. Basically, I was thinking about it. I was thinking, you know, this. I think for last for last year's draft, it's a start for sure in terms of payback. I think this could could have been looked at, and again, this could this could just be like a what if situation. It obviously didn't happen, but it. I felt like it was almost a strategy because you go into the to the the day slash nights when the craziest trades or potential trades are on the table. 
And if you get your franchise QB, if you get the right situation with the right uh, GM, who's maybe a recluse or a word like that, who says, all right, uh, he just basically told us, oops, I'm hitting things. He just basically told us uh, he doesn't want to be here. uh, We could get, you know, some GMs, I feel their first thought would be, holy ass, we could get something huge for this. We could get 10 first round picks. This is like the third podcast you've said, holy ass, by the way. <laughs> that's, can, can we just jump into this? What it was, yeah. Why is this your go-to? <laughs> that's, that's our next subject. I don't know, actually. That's a great question. I think it's the sangria. It's the 50-year-old woman in me. Um, so do they say that? Forget it. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> I, I think it, it could have been a strategy if, if they had the right GM to enter. Because I, I can only imagine. I, I know that they... From what I had heard, um, they're getting he the Packers were getting offers for him, regardless of knowing if he was if wanting to leave. And then as soon as that happened, I bet that phone was ringing on draft day, saying, mm-hmm. "Okay, I'll, we'll give you first round pick, second round pick. In fact, you can have every pick we will ever make for the rest of our franchise life for for Aaron Rodgers." Yeah, I mean, I feel like the Niners would have been the team. Yeah, I mean, having the third pick and him being from that area yeah i feel like that would have been kind of the perfect spot plenty of weapons the defense is good when they're healthy yeah. um but yeah what uh was there any picks that really surprised you uh during the draft um i think oh no i'm so bad with names uh the one that kind of got me and and maybe and again i need to i'm glad that we're we're calling ourselves a sports podcast and then I don't do any research. I just think that's, that's just really good of me. That's Um, why we had to bring in the pop culture. Yeah. Good call. Um, (laughs) uh, the number, number three pick to the Niners, the quarterback they got, uh, out of North, uh, what's it? What's that? Trey Lance. Yeah. Trey. That's right. Trey Lance. He, he looks great. um, and he just he came from the same school that uh, Carson Wentz, Wentz came from, right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that's that's a really to to go third. And when, he's only had like sixteen yeah, starts, I believe. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was about to say. He's only had sixteen starts at, at a Division two school. Mm. Uh, I mean, I mean, he's. I think they're just going for physicality. I think they're going all for what he can do physically, but against D2 guys. But I guess with a quarterback, I mean, you can see a lot more in in a quarterback in D2 than you can other positions because you can still see arm strength. You can still see how far he can throw, mobility, all those things. So we'll see. But but on that note, why is it, and maybe you know more than than me on this because I haven't kept up with it, Everybody was talking Justin Fields before this. Why did his draft stock sink so much? Uh, Well, I think it's there was a rumor that he basically was staring down his first wide receiver uh, and that he wasn't good at going to his number two or number three, which if you looked at the film, it that point was quickly squashed uh oh. that just wasn't true um i know there's some issues uh with his uh throwing mechanics i guess his elbow is too low um and i think 
And I think, too, I don't know if we've mentioned this before. I think, did we talk about the draft before on the podcast? Uh, no, I don't think we have, really. Okay. Um, well, I think, too, I think part of it is the Ohio State thing. Um, mm. Ohio State quarterback. I think Dwayne Haskins did him no favor. No. Um, <laughs> so I think that was probably uh, his biggest, I don't know, issues. Uh, but he's going to the Bears, who have a great track record with quarterbacks, so sure I'm sure do. he'll be really successful. <laughs> I mean, he technically might be the greatest Bears quarterback already. Yeah, they had Jim McMahon at one point, but that's... Uh, and then and then I just think Jay Cutler Ooh, and Rex Grossman. Rex, yeah, as I say, I, I always think Rex Grossman. And then Jason Campbell and... Uh, oh, God, yeah. Yeah, well, how can we forget the best Mitch Trubisky? Oh, Mitchell Trubisky, man, that guy. And he, you know, he has flashes of good, but they're very far and few between or whatever that phrase is. That's right. Far and few between. Forget it. Uh, but no, he doesn't. He doesn't look like he looks like a Tebow type quarterback. He throws a little better. But yeah, by the way, you hear that news about Tim Tebow? I heard that he, yeah, he wants to play tight end for uh, Jacksonville. Yeah, and he did a workout with them, and they're they're looking into contracts potentially. What? Okay. <laughs> what? But didn't he? Didn't he try tight end? Nope. No, he's never tried it. He refused to, and that's a, that's exactly what he should have done with Denver. Yeah. Oh, it's just. But it, Denver drafted him number twenty five with the intention of playing him as a quarterback, though. Yeah, so I, don't, I don't blame him there. I know, I know. New England flirted with the idea of it, but he just wasn't into it, and then no. they cut him in the preseason, which they should have done because he's ugh, he's he. How do you how do you not watch yourself on film and watch yourself throw and go, "Ooh, that was me, gross." I throw I awful. I don't know. I mean, you do win what two Heisman, so maybe you do think like, oh, maybe I am a pretty good quarterback. <laughs> I don't know how many Heismans you have, Matt. <laughs> look, look at the trophies, not the not the film. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, he can run people, he can run over people all day, but God, his throwing motion. I remember I was living during the Tebow era. I was living in Colorado actually, and I'd always go to uh, a friend's house with a bunch of people, and that in my football life was the most anxiety-filled seasons ever. Mm-hmm. Every time he would drop back and not hand it off or take off immediately, so much anxiety because it was either going to be a, a very nice completed pass or most of the time the worst throw you've ever seen and a pick. It was just, yeah. it, was, it was a hard time. But yeah, you know, he's a good kid. Christ would step in yeah. and boom, Pittsburgh, That's game great. winner. Well remembered, yeah. That was a good throw, actually. Demarius Thomas, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. R.I.P. He's not dead. I don't know why I said that. You say Demarius Thomas, I say Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's what I meant. More responsible. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, so that uh, that's the draft, basically, and everything that happened. I believe. Anything else that stuck out to you? Uh, I mean, Mac Jones. Uh, falling oh, yeah. to the Patriots and the Patriots not even having to move. I mean, there was rumors that they would have to trade up to get a quarterback and it fell right into their lap. And he is the most Tom Brady looking guy um, as far as his body is concerned. Yeah. Uh, and he's awkward white guy. And I don't know why I was, I was actually excited for the Patriots to, to get this pick. I don't know why I've hated the Patriots for the last 20 years. And now that I feel like that divorce between 
uh, Belichick and Brady is there. Now it's like, I like them more now, both of them more now. Like I, I didn't mind watching Tampa Bay win last year and I didn't, I'd kind of like to see Belichick um, prove his coaching genius. The Patriots are a very respectable organization. That is for sure. Belichick obviously is a, is a great coach. It it is going to be interesting to see what he can actually do with a a decent quarterback. Not saying anything bad about Cam Newton. Oh, you should because he's awful. He's he, so he bad. Now. His arm is shot. Awful. Yeah, his arm is shot. I mean, he's throwing every receiver like twenty yards past. Yeah, I mean, he's he's been really bad. I got it. Th- I mean, I already feel like Mac Jones is better. You think? Wow, uh, Cam Cam Newton to me. <sighs> I, I've seen flat. I mean, you can say this with any quarterback almost. I've seen flashes of brilliance from him. He's a hell of an athlete, obviously. Yeah. But but I've seen some great throws, great escapes uh, that he's he's been able to to muster his way out of. And and but yeah, this last season he just. Uh, I feel like once he stopped using his physicality as a weapon, that's kind of when it all, went all down for him. Because then I think he was just. St- Scared of getting hurt. I know he's had shoulders issues, uh, shoulders issues, both of shoulder them. issues. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I think that's why he's just not the same. And I don't know if he'll ever quite be the same. No, um, I don't think a quarterback like that can ever be the same because he's a physical, a physical quarterback. And or that's how he I should say that's how he is at his best playing as a physical quarterback. And he's 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 over 30 now, I believe. Right. He's been in the league for 40 years now. Right. Something like that. Yeah, I think he was drafted, what, like 2007, 2008 range? Jeez. So that he would have been quick. Like, yeah, he's got to be at least in his 30s. Yeah, if not 50s. So he's he's on on the downhill, can't really use his physicality as much. He's still in great shape, though. You know, I've seen know. some, some uh, workout videos of him in the offseason. He's still you getting it almost, done. You could almost say his shape is unworldly. Mm, could you? Hewan. Our next topic that has nothing to do with what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about aliens. Oh, God. Why are we going to talk about aliens? (laughs) We... (laughs) Great question. You brought up the subject. I did. You never explained to me why, so I'm very prepared. I guess I didn't. There have been new uh, reports out from the United States government. They're, They're releasing more and more information about unidentified flying objects or they're calling them unidentified flying what is it they use a different word than object like alien starships it's not like that it's something much more mature is that exciting yeah no um but uh you may remember they came out or they didn't come out but a couple months ago they they released a lot of footage that said, okay, we're going to admit it right now. We don't know what this is. We don't right. know what this is. It, it's not weather balloons like people like to use. Though you never actually see. Have you ever seen a weather balloon? Uh, no. No. What is a I weather mean, balloon? Are we I in mean, I'm sure, I'm sure they exist because we get weather information from them. So I, 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 I don't we? Or wait, that's all satellites now. I'm pretty sure that's all satellite now. Or, so, no, they came out and said, uh, we don't know what it is. They finally admitted they don't know what it is. And then they released a whole bunch of new video of of these these aircraft, these UFOs I'll go with, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and they showed one basically going some ridiculous speed and a fighter jet was following it and it dives straight into the ocean, into the water. Mm-hmm. But I guess it wasn't, and someone can correct me if I'm wrong here, but it, it goes underneath the water, but not too deep and stays going the exact same speed in the water. Once it hits. Now, was this like, I've seen some of the some of the footage. I don't know if it's this one, but I saw one where it was black and white and it looked like it was uh, taken from like a fighter jet camera. Yes. And it mm-hmm. was just staying with it. I thought it was a bug literally just <laughs> right in the middle of the camera. And it's like rotating. I'm like, this just looks like a bug is on the middle of the camera. This is how bored the Correct government is I'm wrong, Matt. Was it not a bug? Because I'm not sure. It's, it seems very plausible. Uh, those guys at the government they're like hey you want to mess with the u.s right now let's get let's get this bug right here maybe Uh, it's unidentified because we don't know what kind of bug it was (laughs) is it a fruit fly unidentified (laughs) flying fruit fly um so so anyway there there's all these things about uh ufos now coming out and they're apparently real government can't explain them what what do you think what do you think's happening what a broad question. Well, if they are real, I'm not sure if it's aliens. Just because our universe is gigantic. And that means that they've solved problems of covering mass distances, which I think would be a problem. And I think, I just don't think they're hiding. I feel like if they can get here, I don't think they're hiding. Hmm. And I think they just destroy us right off the bat. Like, oh, this planet seems interesting. Let's just get rid of this intelligent life part of it and we'll study the dolphins so <laughs> i i don't know if it's real and i also there's this theory and i forget what it's called but relativity yeah uh, it's a different theory no. um but uh uh god damn it your stupid joke made me lose my point i was serious <laughs> okay there's a theory that um once a civilization becomes too advanced it ends up destroying itself sure so that's kind of how i feel i feel like at any certain point once you get like i mean to cover mass distances is obviously going to take some sort of crazy fusion that could be weaponized and i just believe that any society that can do that probably has destroyed itself we're doing it somehow with social media oh yeah uh we're not even everyone thought oh nuclear war is going to be the end of us it's like no it's going to be twitter it could be it could it's destroying all of our necks as we speak all of us are constantly looking down and what do they call that they call it like there's an actual name for it called like uh technology neck or something like that technic technic oh that's even better oh my god that makes so much more (laughs) sense good job um (laughs) that was so simple why didn't i think forget it Okay. Um so uh so I you know to to your point I almost think that well first off we can't just think of our own idiot race of humans who love power more than anything and I think if we harness the power to do ridiculous things like travel the speed of light and those kind of things people would say okay instead of exploring we can also weaponize weaponize this 
I would like to think, obviously, not obviously, but I truly believe, you know, the universe is so vast. Like we can't even as humans fathom how vast the universe is. Yeah. There has to be extraterrestrial creatures out there who are just incredibly smart and Mm -hmm. don't do war for lack of a better phrase because they're smart enough to know this won't solve anything. You know, they, they probably solve all everything they do with, uh, jeopardy or Or their own forms. Or they've already destroyed the people that think differently from them and their own silverware. Maybe they had their own Twitter. (laughs) Zipper. Yeah. Alien social zipper. Yeah. I don't know why (laughs) either. It's fly. Um, so, uh, so I, I just think that, that I think the possibility is, is incredibly strong that aliens are just observing us and maybe just maybe we are the ultimate reality show for another, another, uh, species somewhere in the galaxy. Cause we suck. Well, who was it? I think it was like a former Israeli prime minister or someone who had a high-ranking uh, job in Israel was saying that aliens are amongst us oh. and that uh, the reason we haven't basically exposed them is because uh, we would react too violently or something. We would seek them out or something like that. Do you, uh, did you hear that? Yeah, that sounds really familiar. And, um, and I'm remembering that now as, as you're saying that, that does sound familiar. That was a couple of months ago, I believe. Mm-hmm. I don't know how these things like something like that doesn't get more traction. I feel like any type of, anytime there's, there's anything about extraterrestrials, it's buried quick. Cause people are like, nah, but I think you're right. And I think he's right. There would be mass hysteria. I am sure that there is something crazy extraterrestrial wise that has happened here on earth and has been covered up by the government, possibly a men in black situation. <laughs> but I, I think that, uh, that there has to be, but yeah, it would cause mass hysteria. If, if, if there were aliens among us, if uh, aliens had crash landed and are covered up and ever, the, the mass found up or found out about it, I think people are like, oh, no, they'd make that noise and then they'd panic and start trampling each other. That's how it all works. <laughs> uh, speaking of aliens, it, it appears that an alien will be hosting SNL next week. That's right. <laughs> but with uh, some controversy, uh, apparently there are cast members uh, on the SNL crew that don't like the idea of Elon Musk hosting. Um how has Elon become everybody's favorite to a very divisive person? I kind of missed that part. Did Basically, I, I, I don't know the exact details of it because he seems, he seems like to, to get off the subject of aliens, a down to earth guy. But I mean, really he's, he's not because he's, he's, he's extremely awkward. No, he, oh, I mean, he's, he's extremely awkward. Um, I think of, I think of, uh, oh God, someone else has come under fire big time. Uh, Joe Rogan. Mm-hmm. Did, did you happen to hear by any chance? Do you ever listen to Joe Rogan? 
uh, I I used to listen to it. Um, sometimes I'll pick up clips if it's he's inter- interviewing someone uh, interesting. Did you happen to hear him with with uh, uh, what's his name, Elon Musk? Uh, I think so. I know the first time they ever did a pod together, which was when he smoked weed oh, famously yeah. on the show that like <laughs> made the stock drop. Uh, stupidly um i remember listening to that entire one and then i think i've seen some clips of the other times that he's been on okay he's down to earth was not the right phrase but he's 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 just such an interesting guy he's so interesting and he's so incredibly smart he's incredibly smart um but at the same time he's as far as I can tell, and I'm going to read what, what Brandon's saying. Brandon kind of broke it down uh, in the side chat. But um, as far as I know, one of the big things is obviously he's a billionaire. I think he's just become the richest guy in the world, hasn't he? I think he overtook Jeff yeah. Bezos. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Yeah. I, I think people just, I mean, for, for you know, a lot of reasons, aren't thrilled with that, aren't happy with that. Because anybody who has that much money, like for one singular person, when there's millions of people around the world that are living in poverty on a day-to-day basis, mm-hmm. it's, you know, people get upset with that and that's understandable. I, I can't, but he was always, really... he's always been a billionaire. I mean, ever since we've yeah. known him, I mean, we first knew about him because he, because of PayPal, that's when we were first introduced to him. Um, and then he started shortly after the, with the SpaceX. So, right. People liked him at one point, but I don't know. I mean, Brandon mentioned kind of um, through his text that he was anti-COVID. Um, I, was he anti-COVID, though? I don't remember him saying anti-COVID. I know he wanted um, his facilities to get back mm. to work during COVID. Um, yeah. And I know California was extremely pissed off, and I know he's moved um, facilities out of California. So I know he's pissed a lot of people off uh, in California. I know they like the battery plant is now in Reno, and I think he, the entire operation is in Texas, I believe. So yeah, I think that's right. Is it just because he's pissing off a certain section of like the left wing party? Is that why he's now kind of the enemy? And because he talks <laughs> to Joe Rogan on like occasion. <laughs> Well, I think on that first note of the anti-COVID, I mean, that's huge. Uh, is It doesn't matter if you are you swing to the left or right. If, uh, but was he anti-COVID, are, though? That's what I, like, I don't remember well, him saying it's not real. I just think he was just like, no, we're going to go back to work. And I think that was the big thing. I don't recall if he himself was like specifically anti-COVID, anti-mask, anti-vaccine, anti-all that. But I remember him just wanting his employees to get back to work during the height of the pandemic. Right. And that's, that's impossible to do really, because I, I know a lot of those guys work in close quarters and whatnot, but an, another, well, anyway, so that's what I remember about the anti COVID thing. Anti unionization, I know is a big one because he, he doesn't want anybody to unionize. He wants to make sure that he has control over all his workers, which is not good. If you're not the best employer in the world, uh, crypto manipulation. I know nothing about that. Yeah. I don't Dogecoin. Know. I don't know about anything about that either. Yeah. Let's try environmental degradation or degradation. Sorry. Degradation is not a word. Uh, so apparently he's also ruining the planet. Mm-hmm. I, I know a lot of the SNL cast members are not happy that this billionaire, not playboy cause he's married and has several kids. Uh, but I just want to say that in, in, uh, in Bruce Bruce Wayne's honor, I guess. 
that he's coming on and and uh, is going to be hosting the show. And I think it's going to be awkward. Is it next week? This week? Yeah, I, I believe it's or, uh, next. Yeah, May 8th or whatever. I don't know what oh, it is. It's yeah, going to be an May awkward 8th. week for them then. Yeah, I mean, I, it's it's controversial. Controversy. Controversial. Controversial? Controversial. Sure. Controversial. So many ways to say uh, As he is. Uh, I think. I just think it's going to be a really weird, <laughs> just, I mean, he's not, uh, I don't funny know, camera friendly. Yeah. I just don't think he's going to play well. Um, and two, I mean, with all this now media, I just don't know how willing the audience that's going to come there is going to want to laugh. Are they yeah. just going to want to come there to see how awkward it is? I think this is going to be a terrible idea. I mean, if I was him, I would just want to drop out because I think it's just going to appear. I, th- I think it can only hurt him at this point. I think the media kind of did what it wanted to do, which is kind of squash him being on it. Uh, and I think it's going to be a really bad show. I mean, SNL has been, has been very good lately anyway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. There's just no real stars. I feel, I mean, Kate McKinnon is very good. I mean, yeah. there's some really good players. Um, uh, Eddie Bryant, like, Eddie but Bryant's it good. just doesn't seem like there's like huge stars. Like they went from having Kristen Wiig, Andy Samberg, Bill Hader, Jason Sudeikis. Fred God, that was great. Yeah, yeah, they all they had all that, and then it just <laughs> went to nothing. Now they got Pete Davidson laughing at every sketch that he's in. <laughs> I don't mind that. I, I think it's great when they break character. Ugh, um, not when they do it every single time. Yeah, I guess if it's if it's too much. Um, I think I think that. <laughs> the SNL cast members. I know Bowen Yang did. I know. I think. I think Ad Bryant did too. Who uh, basically uh, kind of talked down on on uh, Elon Musk. I think if anything, it's going to get people what they've done. It's going to get more people to tune in. So I think yeah. the best thing that Elon Musk can do is kill it. But I don't. I don't think he has the. I don't think he can. Yeah, I don't think he's just gonna. <laughs> I mean, he has been hanging out with Joe Rogan and Dave Chappelle a lot, so uh, maybe he's learning something. But I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, if he killed, I, I think that they could do. I, it's all going to be up to the writers, I think, and of course, the cast members if they think of good ideas. And if he goes along with everything. That's going to, I think, be the big, because he's yeah, such I mean, a smart guy. And he's going to have to poke fun of himself. Oh, at, uh, at the entire points. time. Yeah. The entire time. I mean, he's he's got to put away, and he does. One of the other things that that I do, and I might be totally wrong on this, aside from the fact that he doesn't seem to be a good employer, um, and and he's anti COVID, which is the worst. Uh, he doesn't seem to be. He he knows he's incredibly smart. He's the richest person on earth, but he doesn't, at least to me, in the times that I've heard him, give off that a hundred percent completely self-absorbed vibe which i think is good Mm -hmm. i think that could play well into this coming episode if again if he continues to put that aside and just go along with whatever they want to do and i think that make that be that'd be really good to make amends with the you know the people who are upset with him coming on if they if he just goes along with whatever they want to do you know poke a ton of fun at him I think he could save a little face here and and do something good. Yeah. I doubt that's going to happen. No, probably not. No. um, I do want to uh, make a correction um, from last week's show. 
I so we talked about uh, fast foods and I brought up Taco Bell and I brought up that I had a friend that used to work at uh, Taco Bell and he told me that the beef uh, was basically powder. Okay. Um, and it turns out that is not true. <laughs> oh. Because so uh, Bean, who listens to our podcast, he listened to every single episode. I love you, Bean. Yeah, he Huge brought fan. it up on their show. And so he he was bringing up the point that I'd made, and then it very uh, it got quickly smashed uh, on the next episode because somebody called in who actually worked at Taco Bell and said that's not how it was, huh. and and so it led me to a deep dive on what the hell was I thinking, and basically what I think I heard was the beans, not the beef. The oh, beans. that's so different. Yes. <laughs> so different yeah they don't use much beans in any of their taco bell ingredients yeah oh. so what they use at uh taco bell is dehydrated beans and they mm. add hot water to it and that's what gives it its mushiness uh so mushiness. that's what I, so that's what i was saying so i just i don't want to i don't want to spread misinformation to our to our hundred of listeners i don't yeah, want to do that <laughs> <laughs> all taco bell fans hopefully um okay well that's good to know did you figure out if the meat is real though so apparently they've been like sued or and they've sued people um from what i gather it's 80 percent real beef <laughs> and that's like taco bell's point they're like actually i think they're being accused of it being like 50 percent. they're like actually it's 80 percent beef <laughs> much better <laughs> yeah uh and i believe it it comes i saw a video it's like it comes in this like sealed bag and what they do is they put the bag in boiling water and that's how they cook it Ooh. yeah so much better I yeah mean, i love 80 percent thing i mean that's a b you passed good for you be- better than i ever did it's better than powder yeah Talk i about guess it. Taco Bell did better than me in school. I did good for Taco Bell. I I so had more of a Del Taco education. Oh, that's seventy percent beef. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now we're now we're gonna hear from Del Taco. <laughs> Actually, Actually, that's our fish. <laughs> Yum. <laughs> well, good. I'm glad you. I'm glad you uh, cleared that up. I still haven't been to Taco Bell. Oh God, what what do we got here? What is Taco Bell seasoned beef made of? Brandon says. Uh, he says they use 100% USDA premium beef in our seasoned beef. That's a weird line. We prepare it much right, well, the same next, way. Next episode, I'll apologize for the comments I just made about. <laughs> <laughs> Straight of excess fat and pre-season with our signature blend of seven authentic seasonings and spices. They make this sound gourmet, and it's not for yeah. their website. Oh, okay. Well, of course it's going to say that. I wish it just said straight up, it's 80% beef. By yeah. I don't think I don't think that's true because I know you can get away with saying like 100% like I know there's like a big um, controversy with like organic something uh, doesn't actually have to be organic it just has to meet a certain threshold for it to be considered organic. Oh, that's just worrying right there. I don't like that. Yeah. Ugh. Okay. That well, beef talk. Yeah, that's. That's uh, our new segment called Beef Talk, where we figure out if beef is real or what percent it is. Yeah. Tune in every week. Yeah. Anything else you want to talk about? Anything you oh. got to get off your chest? Actually, I did want to. I did see something. You, uh, I'm guessing it was a segment for your 
news station KIVI. That's that correct. Yeah. Uh, it looked like you were, six. Sorry. you were playing uh, baseball. Was it with a college ah. team? What, what, what was going on there? Okay, well, let me let you know. Um, yes, with my station, Idaho News 6, the ABC Fox affiliate here in Boise, Idaho, uh, there is a, a team called the Boise Hawks here. And as of last year and the, for many years before that, they were a single A minor league affiliate. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, uh, with, because of many complications, partially, I believe due to COVID and a lot of people just not being around and then, but a big part of it, oh, it's a huge thing here is because there's not a new stadium, the stadium, the Hawks playing right now over in garden city, right next to Boise is old. I don't want to use the word decrepit, decrepit, whatever, Mm -hmm. um, it's 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 not a great stadium. It's not I mean there's there's not like Dodger Stadium history or anything like that. It's it's just kind of old and it's not fantastic and uh the city or people involved in the city have been fighting or especially the Hawks they've been trying fighting to get a new stadium. There's been proposals pitched that uh, would be like um <clears throat> not only a new stadium for them but to bring in a minor league soccer the city team council go um Aren't you a single A baseball team? <laughs> Is that their they counter? said that. They and then, said that. And then yeah, they they're... go, oh, yeah, 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 that's right. <laughs> they're jerks, that city council. <laughs> um, so they've not been able to get anything done. And of course, everything was stalled last year with COVID and continues to be, it seems. So with that, the Hawks were, they basically dropped out of MLB affiliation and they're now with the Pioneer League. Which, mm. if you know anything about that, is like right below uh, single A MLB affiliation ball. It's independent league. So it got worse. Uh, yeah, it's, that's a way to put it. <laughs> um, but, you know, they still have those independent leagues, like the Pioneer League specifically. They still have, uh, they're still noticed, I guess you could say, by uh, major league affiliations and minor league and whatnot. If they see someone really good, they'll say, Hey, come on up here. And the people um, who work at the stadium, they notice them. They're like, Oh, they, they're, they're playing again. Yeah. Oh, I've seen you. I live here now. Uh, so, uh, anyway, this is the first year in the pioneer league. And so what they do, unlike with, uh, major league affiliates, where of course you have the MLB draft and then, uh, you get your bottom of the draft guys into single a ball. They'd be playing here. Uh, the Pioneer League, because it's independent, they have to have open tryouts mm. here. So about, I'd say, 50 guys came out for the open tryout that started on Friday. And uh, I got wind of this, and our assistant news director said, hey, you look like you played sports at one time. Do you want to go do a, 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 quote, tryout, unquote? And I said, yes, I do. And so I went down there. My guess at... My guess in this story, there was no assistant producer. I think you just inserted yourself. You're like, I used to play bow. Where they get a load of me? I can't wait to get all these compliments. Like, wow, were you a star athlete? When you're like, oh, me? <laughs> well, you caught me. Actually, oh, I'm not going to lie. Normally, yes. <laughs> Normally, absolutely. I do that every chance I get. I jump into, I jump, I, you have no idea. I, I, yeah, go no, I have followed your, like, uh, your socials for a while. Um, and I remembered that you've done a similar thing. Like, wasn't it with like a football team? Yeah, before? well, it was a, uh, a quarterback's camp. 
And uh, I went, yeah. <laughs> I went so you're was just inserting yourself into, you're just interrupting practices all over the trust Northwest. Me, I do. <laughs> I tell them I don't want to interrupt the routine. I don't care. I want to interrupt the routine. I just want to be on camera doing something that might look kind of cool or awful. You know, either way, it, it you looks show good. your old high school photos like, look how big I got. Yeah. I can still get this big if you give me the opportunity. I got big in the wrong way now. So, um, so I went out there, uh, and, and to your point, yes, I normally do try to put myself into athletic situations still while I still can, I'm running out of time quickly. The pandemic has not helped either. Um, but in this case, no, it, it was, uh, our new assistant news director who's a big baseball guy. He said, Hey, why don't you do this? It'll be good video. And it was, um, I went out there and mind you all, I did not grow up a baseball player. I never played baseball actually. I grew up a football player, did track, uh, some soccer, basketball, never played baseball. I was awful. I lately I've been playing, uh, old man softball and co-ed softball, but haven't done that in a while. Well, I'm glad you took up a spot in the 50 man tryout. Yeah. Quickly rejected away. Somebody's opportunity away from them. Yeah. Well, they might've got it back. I, I, I guarantee I whiffed more than anyone batting practice. Granted, I did have a couple nice nice hits there there was there's still a little power left in this old man frame i guess you could say uh got out in the field uh right field caught everything that came to me and then i left and um today i'm incredibly sore but i did not get injured that to me is the biggest win uh oh, actually that's not true i did hurt my ankle otherwise i'm good also did not get a call back no. from the team no 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 uh they do not want a uh, a late late thirties gentleman running around uh, doing nothing, probably taking up space and eating all their food. I can just see like the local high school's girls basketball team be like, "Hey, I used to play basketball. Can I pretend? You know, shoot it, try out for the team." I have done that. And then uh, you're just trying to post up fourteen year old girls giving them elbows. <laughs> I did do that once. Oh, not that, but I did uh, join for a day a um high school girls soccer team how many how <laughs> many sports teams are you trying to train? leave them alone just read the goddamn news <laughs> admittedly that's when i was doing sports on television so okay. that was uh two stations ago but <laughs> i don't i don't do that as much anymore because i just imagine <laughs> You have in your trunk every piece of sporting equipment, like you have tennis rackets, golf clubs, just anything where you just shove like, I've got a story. Funny enough, you uh, five years ago, you weren't wrong. I did. In the back, I, I literally had tennis rackets. I had cleats, a football, a basketball, a soccer ball, um, uh, gloves. Uh, I had everything in my car. I'm always, uh, yeah, as Brandon says, uh, discs for disc golf. I'm always ready. Or I used to always be ready to do something athletic, and now uh, I'm ready to eat. So, mm. so that's changed. Yeah, pizzas and calzones in your trunks. Yeah, yeah, they're not as good anymore. All right. Yeah. Well, I think we should probably end the uh, podcast. Or on that note, we should go to our pre-recorded oh. game. Not saying it's pre-recorded, but it is. <laughs> Silly me. We could edit that in. Yeah, we sure can. Or we can leave it. It's much more fun. I think we're done, right? Because I think we did do that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We totally didn't. We totally did. Yeah, we made like a fake little intro going into it. Yeah. Okay. Well, then that works. 
Uh, just in case, everybody, we're going to play a game now. And here it is. Definitely not pre-recorded. Snap. This is Game Show uh, Extra Credit. Game Show Extra Credit. <laughs> hey. Oh, it was it was just, it was amazing what you guys were talking about uh, just just a couple minutes ago on all, the, the whole the whole episode leading up to this point uh, for this new episode episode five. It's a, it's amazing that you're yeah. already on episode five uh, and, and that you're letting me do this. Uh, you know, it just feels like we just recorded episode four. I mean, time is flying. It's a flat circle. They say, I don't, I don't I'm even so glad believe. I put the clothes back on from episode four. <laughs> I was feeling lucky. It, I only have blue shirts. <laughs> this is, this is, we have a uniform. We have a uniform for our first shows. It's, it just makes sense. It makes sense. Uh, Steve Jobs, you know, he has the same outfit because if they they say that you if the little decisions that you make they they take away from the bigger decisions that you make in life. So if you had the same outfit, then you then you just you focus on content creation, right? I can't I can't blame you guys. And, Thank uh, you. Is that why I'm not successful? Is that <laughs> why I'm not successful? I'm just way too stylish. <laughs> stop! Stop changing your clothes, Robbie. And stop showering. Stop showering. <laughs> Sign Steve Jobs. <laughs> Steve Jobs. What a, what a jerk. Too, Glad he's too dead. Soon. Whoa. Uh, whoa. No. I, whoa. I mean. Whoa. I mean, I'm glad he's dead in wherever he's at now. Is oh, okay. Any- All right. Today's game show. <laughs> top 25 <laughs> Apple products. <laughs> uh, that'll, Thanks, that'll, Steve. That'll be next. That'll be next week's. Uh, okay. Well, anyways, uh, gents. Let's let's stop messing around. We're getting into our top twenty-five draft game, and this week is—I I asked you the question last week when, when before before we started recording. If you're both Dodgers fans, you both said you are, and so what I went to, what I did was I went to BleacherReport.com and found the twenty-five greatest Dodgers of all time, and I put them into a list, and now I. Pass it over to you, gentlemen. Uh, you need to give me the top 25 uh, Dodgers of all time. Each of you gets five guesses and uh, we'll put this team together. So if you're ready to go, Robbie, uh, Matt Jeez. did it first last time. Let's going to give it to you this time. All right. Uh, I'm going to go. I'm going to go with the current Dodger. I'm going to go with Clayton Kershaw. Ooh, uh, Clayton Ker- Clayton Kershaw is 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 not on there. What? He's, he's not on there. <laughs> what? Okay, yeah, these me... lists are ridiculous. Oh, multiple oh, oh, okay. <laughs> okay, well, okay, 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 okay. Let what? me go shoot. Uh, maybe maybe I should have looked this at this terrible list. I should have looked at this list uh, when when the date was. He's going to be <laughs> so, like the greatest Dodger uh, this... of all time potentially. <laughs> was this was this list yeah. made in two thousand three? Is that why? It does have a it does have a two and a zero and a three in it. <laughs> 2013 okay. oh. maybe i should have found a more uh yeah this, oh, this, this is, is terrible gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be, a, it's gonna be a crappy list uh so i'm just gonna say i'm gonna agree with you that kershaw is is needs to be on there thanks um, even even as somebody even as somebody who doesn't doesn't know you know what I, i'm gonna give you i'm gonna give you a, a free one i'm gonna give you a freebie can you do that just re- rewind your yeah, I, I'm. I can. I can because I didn't look at the. T- I didn't look at the the day. Just make it one point. We'll just okay. make that one. Just okay. One. I'll just give you one point for that. Okay, so we got to be thinking before <laughs> 2013. Feel better about that, Matt. Jeez. Well, no, I mean, 
Yeah, that's I I feel like I would have picked that one too had you not cuz he's he's potentially yeah. I mean, he's on track to be the greatest Dodger pitcher of all time for sure. Yeah. Sure. Um just like LeBron. Just like LeBron, greatest Dodger pitcher. <laughs> Matt, over to uh, you. I'm going to go with uh since we're going back in time, Fernando Valenzuela. Oh, that was my next guess. Fernando Valenzuela. Uh, ooh, congratulations, Matt. Fernando Valenzuela is on the list. He is number nine of all of all time. All time. Robbie, uh, back over to you. Uh, I am gonna go with a former manager oh, damn, of the Dodgers. The face I feel like of this entire franchise, Tommy damn, Lasorda. That was my next one. Okay. I got I got bad news. Tommy Lasorda is just oh. not. Let's just kidding. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, he, he's oh, he's. This list made in 1952. <laughs> what is happening? There, now there is a two in it. <laughs> no, just, uh, yeah, Tommy Lasorda. Of course, uh, of course, uh, Tommy Lasorda is is on there. He's number four actually mm. of the all times. Wait, what? What number was uh, Fernando? He was num- number nine. Yeah. Nine. Okay. Yep. 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 All right. All right. In good shape. All right, Matt. On, on, on to you. On to you, my friend. Okay. Um, I don't, I don't think he's going to be higher than Fernando, but I'll always love him. I'm going to say Oral Hershiser. Oral Hershiser. Uh, you, you, you are right that he is on the list. You're also right that he is not uh, above Fernando. He is number eleven. Okay. You did it. Oh, that's close. Yeah. Okay. Oral Hershiser's on there. <laughs> okay. Woo. Woo! Yeah. So, so he's like, no, no celebration. But you're like, okay, cool. Yeah. Oral yeah, Hershiser is on there. Oral, yeah. Great. Fantastic. See you later. He did good things. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. Robbie. He's a valued uh, member. Uh, Sandy <laughs> Koufax. Oh, Sandy Koufax. I, I'm, I'm scanning. I'm scanning. And guess what? Robbie, this is, this Word is, God, this Brandon. is fucking Two weeks in a row, Robbie, that you get number one. Sandy oh. Koufax is number one. You get you get a big whopping, a whopping six points for that. Oh my! I'm back to her two thousand. Oh, damn. Oh, mm. oh, Matt. Oh, I don't know if you're gonna catch up. Your turn. Okay. Your turn. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna pick one that that should have been number one. Uh, but I don't know if he'll be there. Clayton Kershaw. <laughs> Clayton Kershaw. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with for um, just because. Just because he had his day recently. Jackie Robinson. Oh damn. yeah! Applause. Clap. Yeah. Clap. Clap. That should have been on there. Matt, number one. Matt. Matt. He is. He is not number one, but he is close enough. He's number three. <laughs> okay. I'll take yeah, because I guess number one, didn't I? Yes. Yeah. He's number zero, 12 points. Number one. <laughs> 12 points. You win. Then you're shooting for number one, and I just guess number one. I got, I got, I got bad news, guys. You're not going to get number one at, uh, from here on out. Yeah. <laughs> he is, he is, Good assumption. he is number, he is number, he is number three, uh, which, which means that in the top five, you have two left. Right. Robbie. Uh, I don't think he's going to be in the top five, but I'm going to go with Mike Piazza. Damn it. That's what I was about to pick. <gasps> Mike Piazza. Ooh, <sighs> I get, I, I can go for some pizza right now. 
Uh, Papa Mike Piazza's. I guess is the second week in a row Matt's had an entire pizza. <laughs> it is. Yeah, yeah. For and week, he's going to talk thing. about zoodles uh, in the post show. Oh. Um, yeah, Mike, Mike Piazza, he is, is on there, as a matter of fact. He is actually below Fernando and Oral Hersheiser. He is number 12. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yes. Good guess by me. All right, Matt. Oh no! You're 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 down you're down two points, man. It's this is this is this is a close this is a close game. You you guys are fans. Turns out. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! But who's the bigger fan? I can't fan? think of the there's there's a the guy that I'm thinking of right now. I can't think of his name. Thanks, beer. They well, good news. They were all yeah. guys. Because uh, <laughs> so, uh, you, hopefully that narrows it down it for you. Um. <laughs> oh my. All right. You are given five more seconds to to come up with an answer, or or you or you go. You don't get the you don't get the answer. You get when I, when I start saying five seconds, then that's at that point in time you have five. Please seconds. keep talking. Five, <gasps> four, three, um, two. Okay, since I can't think of any, I'm one, just going to go with Dave Roberts. I don't even which which I know Dave. Which I know he. I don't even think he was a manager. No. By the daughters by the time this list no. came out. So. Well, not manager, it's just uh no, he didn't even contribute that much. Maybe maybe greatest Red Sox of all yeah, time, but I don't exactly. think he's he wouldn't even be considered Dodger. Yeah, no. For sure, no. I just can't think of this one guy's name. One hundred percent I think Dave Roberts no, is not on there. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I've got oh. a good guest. <sighs> all right, Robbie. Hit hit me with it. Hit me no, with I it. I don't think I'm I don't I think I'm remembering his name correctly. Uh, Don Drysdale. Don Dry- Drysdale. That's his name. Drysdale. Don Drysdale. Yeah. Don Don Drysdale. You got it. Don Boom. Drysdale. He is number two oh. in the God, number one in, in the in the list. Two. God, that's an impressive one-two combination. Oh my gosh. Oh, Matt. I got bad news for you. Even if even if you get the number five, uh, you you Matt, if you lose one more game, right? you're off the show. <laughs> I've got to find someone else with a deep voice. Good luck. Uh, I'll get a voice changer. <laughs> I am the new host. I think Brandon's auditioning for the show. <laughs> I don't think that's how deep voices work. Right. <laughs> let's play. Let's play baseball. <laughs> Okay. Oh, All right, Matt. It's your All last right. guess. It's your Let's last guess. Let's go, Steve Garvey. You lost, Steve Garvey. Mm. <laughs> Didn't did, did he? He hosts Family Feud. We know that. Uh, <laughs> Steve Garvey is. <laughs> hey, Steve Garvey is number fifteen. Oh, okay. He is on. He is on that list. Number fifteen. Leaving our totals. Robbie nineteen. Matt, 15 points to end this week of the top 25 blind draft of all time. Dodgers players. Woo! Congratulations, Robbie. You owe Matt so many consequences. (laughs) Oh, oh, I just I just thought I just thought of the guy's name. I was thinking, you gotta tell me where is Don Newcomb on this list? Don Newcomb. You thinking of Duke Uh, Newcomb? Duke Newcomb. <laughs> uh he's he's not he is not on here. What? He's not on here. Was uh was Vin Scully on this list? He was. If that was gonna be uh, your that, next oh, I was guess. gonna think that. He he you would have you would have rounded out the top oh, five. He was number five. That's thinking outside the box. Taco Bell. Yeah. Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Scully Taco Bell. 
number number six is Don Sutton. Oh. N- n- number seven is Duke Snyder. So speaking of Dukes, Duke, I don't know uh, who that is. Number eight, sure. Walter O'Malley. Okay. Uh, and and then number ten is Roy Campanella. Oh, geez, that's throwing it way back. That's when yeah. this list was made in nineteen twenty. I'd say my, my I my let. My guesses would have dropped off a, a cliff after Vin Scully because I, th- I think I would have gone Eric Karros as my next yeah, guess. I was actually thinking about Karos. <laughs> yeah. uh, I was going to say Matt yeah. Kemp, actually. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, uh, oh, Andre. And, 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 and neither of them are neither of them are there. My, my two favorite names on the list, and, and again, I'm not a, I don't know baseball generally. Uh, Pee Wee Reese is, is there, is 19, and 25, because it's close to my screen names for everything, Brickyard Kennedy. Brickyard Kennedy? Yeah. I don't know Number who 25. that is. Brickyard. <laughs> That's a fun name. I am Brickyard. Yeah. <laughs> okay, what's your real name? <laughs> well, well Je- thank you thank you so much for having me and now i'm gonna disappear yeah quote unquote thank you thank you so much uh brandon for yeah, brandon. episode okay. five's trivia game of slapping the base yeah i'm the one that keeps getting slapped unfortunately yeah uh, congrats again one more one Jeez. more and you're gone buddy uh, Matt, any uh, parting words before we uh, end today's show? Any? Uh, do you want to promote your uh, social media real quick? Sure do. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, Soup or Size More. Uh, you can also go, uh, uh, what's my, my Matt Size More, K-I-V-I, is my uh, professional Facebook page. And uh, you can find me on Instagram too, but I don't really use it at Matt Size or Matt Size K-I-V-I too. I don't know. That's my friend. Anyway, go ahead. Please. I'm All so right. good at this. I, mean, I, say, I can hear your phone throughout this entire podcast vibrating on the table. I'm surprised you just can't pick it up and look at what, and yeah. see what it is. be too much work. Yeah, six. No. Yeah. Uh, my uh, social media is on Twitter. I am at SmartAskU, S-M-A-R-T-A-S-Q, 27. <laughs> I, just, I just made fun of you. <laughs> you sure did. <laughs> Turn it around. I sure did. Let's take a quick look at where i am located i oh no not 27 oh god smart ask you 29 oh my 29. god how do you mess that up i don't know i use 27 is my favorite number 29 is the date i was born on so i i'm confusing myself same uh and also same handle for uh my instagram again which is smart ask you 29 uh, thank you all f- Yes. Uh, Thank you all for joining us again for episode five. We enjoyed having you. Uh, We look forward to doing episode six. Uh, And now with my signature uh, tagline and my outros. Thank you very much. I think it was something. I think it was thank you all. I forget it. Hey, thanks. Thank you you all very much. Thank you all very much. See you next week. God save us all. Godspeed on the freeway. (laughs) 